Welcome to Everything Scary 3AM. My name is John. With me as always is Mandy. Hello. And we're going to be watching something old today. Something super old. So, well, not that Well, old. not super old. This is the oldest movie I think that we've done so far, though. Maybe? I kind of want to keep re- like reaching back. Did we, did we not do the, the House on Haunted Hill? Oh, no. No, we haven't. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to do that. Uh, at least I don't think so. If we did do the House on Haunted Hill, it was that, that's it the was, oldest movie we did. It was the original House on Haunted Hill. Yeah, I don't think we watched the 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 original the, one. The original one was uh, we did the. Why other did we one, do a twofer? That's weird. We should have done a twofer because for that one. we had a lot of stuff to watch during Probably. that period of time. Because I think it was like for Halloween, and we were like, "Let's go ahead and do more Halloweeny stuff." Oh, and then we're, and like, we were like, "Sweet baby Jesus, why did we, we do like, this to ourselves? Why did we watch thirty movies was, during this entire month? It was this is terrible. So tough." I'm so tired, but oh. no, what we're going to be watching is 1965's War Gods of the Deep, or uh, it was actually based on a Edgar Allan Poe, so sometimes you see it as City in the Sea. So it's a, it's a Poe story. I'm excited. Huh. Really? It's a Poe story. I, I've like... never heard of this one. It sounds like an H.P. Lovecraft story. Right. That's yeah. what I thought it was. But... It's apparently not. Maybe this oh. is... A, I, I have no... Like, I don't know this, this Poe story, so I don't know if it, it could be... You know, cosmic horror kind of stuff. I, I don't know. Or you just don't know Poe no mo. I don't. I don't know Poe. I, I mo Poe mo problems. I don't know. <laughs> uh, but uh, this one's actually directed by Jacques. Uh, <laughs> that was so bad. Tournier. Tournier. <laughs> one more time. Tournier. 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 Can, can you? Can it looks you like Tournier. T- t- you know what, Jacques? Uh, he did actually 1964's Cat People. Tournier. Tournier. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Yeah, now you're having a hard time to do it. 1962, uh, 19, ah, you're messing me up. 1942's Cat People, 1943's I Walked With a Zombie, and 1957's Curse of the Demon. Which is interesting, because two of those took place during World War II. Ah. Yeah, weird. Anyway, we also got Charles Bennett. He did 1935's The 39 Steps, which you can basically find everywhere. Uh, he did 1956's The Man Who Do- Knew Too Much. That one's got... Um, uh, the man who shot Liberty Vance. Uh, what's his name? Jimmy Stewart in it. Ah. Uh, and then I think you know. Now I'm gonna feel like a jackass if I didn't know we, that one. We probably should have checked that. And 1940s Ford and Correspondent. Cool. So we got that. It did have a lot of rewrites though, and a couple of them. So Charles Bennett, when he read it, like got pissed off. It was like this is the worst movie I've ever I've ever seen. This is terrible. And he likens all that to the rewrites that were done by Lewis M. Hayward, uh, who did 1965's Pajama Party. Did 1966's The Ghost with the Invisible in the Invisible Bikini? You gotta you gotta make sure she's in the bikini, otherwise she's not invisible. Uh, and then the English script for 1965's Planet of the Vampires, which my God, just treat yourself. Watch Planet of the Vampires. Everybody is in so much leather; they creak. It's amazing. I love it. I love the whole uh, the whole. Why thing. would they voluntarily let this man write that? Movie, it is the greatest. Movie. Thing I've seen. This was very early in his career, though, if you can see it. Yeah. Well, um, so this movie is starring a lot of people that you may recognize. Actually, one of the one of the more popular ones, in my opinion, is uh, Vincent Price, Mr. Price, uh, who was, of course, in 1990s Edward Scissorhands, 1953's House of Wax, 1959's The House on Haunted Hill, which we were just speaking about, and of course, 1965's Doctor Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine, which John absolutely loves. You that. need to have Doctor Goldfoot and his Bikini Machine because otherwise, you just get Doctor Goldfoot and the Girl Bomb, which. Uh, yeah, that's fine too, really. Let's just be honest. Oh my gosh. Uh, we also got Tab Hunter, which is cool. Tab is there. 
He was in 1958's Damn Yankees, 1982's Grease 2 as one of the teachers, uh, and 1956's The Burning Hills, which has nothing to do with hills. Or burning. Uh, well, I mean, if there's a burning, it's, you know, at least according to the cover art, it's, you know, is one it, of those metaphorical burnings. Is it burning in your pants? It's, it's pants burning right there. Huh. And then we got David Tomlinson himself. It's, that's right. The original Mr. Banks from 1964's Mary Poppins. He's also the shady spell seller from 1971's Bedknobs and Broomsticks. And he's in 1968's The Love Bug, which is the first of the Herbie franchise. You know what's so funny is that I was I was speaking with a co-worker at work and he actually mentioned The Love Bug. And I was like, what the hell is its name? And I could not remember the name Herbie. Oh, it's Herbie. I could not remember wow. Herbie to save my, to save my life. Really? I, I remember it started with an H. And I kept calling him Herbert. Well, so this is like um, like so Raiders close. of the Last Ark. So, so like I'm sure later on they added the Herbie part, Herbie the Love Bug on on the front of him because mm-hmm. it's part of the franchise. But it's Herbie. You know, I mean, it's Raiders of the Lost Ark is just Raiders of the Lost Ark, which completely screws up, you know, all of your Indiana Jones. Yeah, but, I mean, but it's, it's not Indiana... it's not Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark when because it, it was the first movie to come out and they didn't have the Indiana Jones part. It's the weirdest thing. If you look at the oldest VHS copies, you can find that. Huh. Yeah, and it's it's so weird because, uh, you know, that completely screws up when you're trying to alphabetize things. Because the other two is Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones. just Indiana the, Jones. It's not Indiana Jones. It, it's just, you can put those in there. You are, but Raiders of the Lost Ark is off on its own, in this, the back. At, even And it's the first of the entire series. So it just goes away. It's just, point, where the hell do you want to put it? You can't put the R in front of the I. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Calm down. I'm just saying. I feel like it's you're being OCD at this point. No. Yes. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Anyway, we got Susan Hart uh, in this movie as well, who was Diane in Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. Uh, again. Uh, you know, this is not a recommendation for Dr. Goldfoot and the Bikini Machine. I, I just assume that uh, you are a, uh, a watcher of fine cinema, so you may want to watch that. Yeah. I'm just saying. Anyways, it we also got... has John Lemassier. Messier? Yeah, we'll go with that. 1969's The Italian Job. And Messier. Hen- yeah, and then we got Henry Oscar from 1939's The Four Feathers. So these are all really solid things. This movie is going to be on Amazon. And a lot of these people have really difficult names. <laughs> well, it's back in the day. People really had, difficult yeah. So names. one of the things was a lot of people didn't change their names. They didn't have to. They're just like, yeah, let's, let's just not change our names. Let's just do whatever we're doing. That's why we get Tab. Tab Hunter. At least he has an easy name. Tab. David Tomlinson. I'm sure they have like something weird. It's like I still like Vincent Price. I, I don't even know if that's his actual name. We'll call him Vinny. Vinny. Hello. I'm Vincent Price. What you, what you doing there, Vinny? What Why you got? You ask me these questions? What you got going on, Vinny? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why I went into that, what that you got going on? accent. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know what? He started out as, as Vincent Leonard Price. Hello. Oh, that's very fancy. Yes, very. Anyway, so we're going to pause it here. We're going to go ahead and check out this movie, and we'll be right back. Yep. Be back soon. What is, what are we watching again? What's it called? War Gods of the Deep. Oh, that's right. And it's not by H.P. Lovecraft. No. It's by Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, yes. Mo Poe. No problems. You know why they call me Poe? Because I always Poe more syrup on my pancakes. <laughs> This is my world. I am their king. Vincent Price, 
his kingdom threatened by volcanic destruction. A king so captivated by an Earth woman's beauty, he sends his half-man, half-monster Gilmen to kidnap her. War Gods of the Deep takes Tab Hunter in his attempt to rescue lovely Susan Hart into a world as unbelievable as David Tomlinson and his bosom pal, a hen named Herbert. Don't worry, Herbert. I'll get you home in time for tea. <laughs> this is a world as old as the ocean. It's a hunting party. These creatures help us to obtain food. Death is always near. There is no way out. Not for you. And not for him. Nor for the girl. We're back. We are back. This was probably I. I needed it was, this. It I was needed this really absolute, fun. absolute insanity. It this was, is. It, it was really fun. You know what this is? This is uh, like a Disney movie. This reminded me. So it reminded me of a combination of a Disney movie and a Hammer horror movie. So remember that movie that I made you watch, which was The Last Continent or Lost Continent from like nineteen sixty yes. something or other. Yes. It was along those lines. It's got that hammery horror like flavor to it with the Vincent Price and then the the weird English people. Uh, and then you also got... Uh, like the, the old Disney movies. Yeah, so you got like the, like the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, the uh, just just the weirdness of all like that a, live action a, a Buena little, Vista movies, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much a Buena Vista movie. My, my favorite character uh, through this entire movie was definitely... Um, Herbert, the the hen. Oh yeah, the the hen that was named Herbert. Yes. But yes, there's um. We also had uh. God, Tom uh, David Tomlinson was friggin' hilarious, even though I know he wasn't supposed to be because this is, this is supposed to be a horror movie. But it's not really a horror. Like no. it's it's labeled as horror and labeled as sci-fi. It's it's definitely a horror movie in the sense that there's horror things that are happening, kind of stuff. It's that sixty-five horrors that that um. I that mean, Forbidden Planet Eve horror. Edgar Allan Poe wrote it. Like, it's supposed to be horror. I guess I was supposed to feel something like, you know, tension, because they kept reading off the poem, Yeah. too, which I thought was funny. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so, uh, it is turn of the century, and there is a body on the uh, the side of the, the water. They they fish a body out of the sea, and it turns out to be this old guy, and they, for some reason, was have an lawyer? American. I think he was a lawyer. He, he was the guy who was working, he was a solicitor working on an estate, that the only other American in the the area was with because she was helping. But we are introduced to the first American, uh, Tab Hunter, who is Ben. Who, it doesn't matter, he's just Tab. We're going to call him Tab. I'm going to call him Tab. Mr. Hunter, sorry. Tab was my my name. My father was Mr. Hunter. Uh, but yes, <laughs> Tab is out there and he's like, oh my god, look at this dead body. We should ask people at the hotel what's going on. So he goes into the hotel. Did we even establish what Tab was? Like, was he Tab a cop? Was, I think he was a private he, detective. He's a mining engineer. 
So he had nothing to do he with anything. He had nothing to do with anything else. So, uh, you know, I even thought, like, okay, well, he can kind of, like, maybe he can figure something out by trying to figure out how to pop the giant zit under the, the, the sea. But uh, Because that's what it looked like. Uh, but, uh, the, like, they really could not do anything with him in there. Like, they were just like, let's go ahead and walk back and forth. Let's walk over here. Ah, good thing I remembered which way we walked so now I can walk some more. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there excellent. Is, there, you know, this is going to be a short review because there was a lot of walking. There was a lot of walking. But we, uh, before we get into the walking, uh, we do have uh, Tab walking up to the hotel. Uh, and then people berating him for not helping with the electricity, which I thought was interesting. And I, hey, hey, you're not here to help with the electricity. No, sir, I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the hell's going on with the dead guy. Oh, well, candles used to work better in my day. And I'm like, oh, And you should okay. be here about the electricity. You asshole. Uh, so he goes upstairs to talk to uh, the, uh, I guess, I thought she was supposed to be helping the, the, the lawyer. Uh, working on the estate because yeah he, even she's like i might have to go home after the, the the because the estate hasn't been taken care of but our lawyer is dead yeah pretty uh much. but uh that is susan hart uh playing uh i wanted to say what was her name Jill? he kept calling her beatrice well that was what uh what's his name called her that okay, was what well, vincent price called her okay. but i think she was jill um but she is hanging out with uh, David Tomlinson, who is a painter who is obsessed with roosters or something like that, but it's not roosters here. No, he's no. got he's no. obsessed no. with her. Okay, so he's is he has the the like FRE or whatever yes, the hell on the there. Rooster, the Rooster Association. Yeah, so it's it's like uh, <laughs> oh, uh, you're from the the British Royal Society. Well, that's great. You're an artist. And he's just like, no, it's uh, the. Frankfurt Rooster Association or something like that. I was like, ah ha 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 ha. It's very sense. cute, and he wears a kilt through the first part of it. It's it, the whole thing is really cute. It's it's an interesting bit, so we can kind of tell. It keeps you interested. I didn't I didn't fall asleep until the last part of it. Yeah. Finally, they they go to check the room of the lawyer to find out what's going on, and there's somebody in there who chucks a a giant like I don't know like it's a like lamp a or something. I thought it was like a bench or something, something like that yeah. at a at the guy uh, at uh, Tab. Tab. Uh, so Tab immediately grabs a hold of the broken mirror that has been smashed by the the object that was flung at his head, and he picks up this nasty, wicked-looking curved version of it. It's just this this blade of like a, a razor, and he hucks it back at the guy like a freaking death boomerang, and it like buries barely, itself into the the it, wall. It barely misses him, and it starts shining back the light. Uh, onto the face of the Gilman that we see, who looks uh, basically like um, one of those uh, water, uh, like the the fountains where they're like spitting. They got their mouths kind of like pushed yeah, together, yeah. And, like they're like blowing. It's like a little like skull, like a sculpture. Yeah. Uh, who gets the hell out of there? He uh, he's but able he... to shut off the lights and then push a a, a secret button, button, I guess, or yeah. something like that. But he uh, drops a piece of seaweed. Ah, yes. He's he's covered in seaweed, because as we know, Gilman are all covered in seaweed. Uh, that's just a, ter- it's just, it's a terrible stereotype that this movie reinforces. Uh, but, uh, yes, the Gilman uh, you know, absconds away with a picture and some other stuff. Like, it's it stole some seismographic information yes. and the a picture that uh, David Tomlinson had drawn of Jill. Of Jill. Uh, and... Cool. All right. Well, um, 
It's obvious what's happening here. Yes. Which is they are already obsessed with Jill. Everybody she is, is obsessed with Jill. She's gorgeous. She has... And just a great person. Uh, yeah, she's just charming. Absolutely charming. Uh, but yes, and she's... <laughs> everything about her is charming. So excited and perky and Shut just up. well <laughs> pointed up. Well-rounded. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, okay, what's happening here? Uh, and uh, yeah... Then she, she's like, all right, boys, well, I'm off to bed. And he's like, oh, can we join? Oh, no? Okay, They don't bye. say that. Stop it. No, they would have. Uh, but uh, at that point, uh, Tab decides he's going to go ahead and sleep in the uh, the room with the lawyer. Uh, so his, oh, the, the lawyer's already dead, so he's just going to hang out in the lawyer's room. <laughs> I was like, what? So he's, laying, he's sleeping <laughs> in the lawyer room. Uh, we got David Tomlinson is gone, but for some reason... Uh, Jill decides to walk back down the stairs wearing a red night cloak with a, a uh, that was her sexy cloak. Yeah, I guess. And she her was like, be like brown sugar, brown wine. It's, it's only 18 pounds of cloth that she's wearing right now. Uh, but she makes it into the room and unfortunately Tab is sleeping, but you know, who's not sleeping Gilman, uh, that takes her ass and shoves her down the, uh, the secret passageway. Yep. Um, this freaks Tab out because he didn't see anything. He did. He did though. So he says that he says that they stole Jill. Well, he so he had that, to have seen something. I guess, but he also like immediately like like tries to bean David Tomlinson, who's like, "What? What's going on here? You're a, you uh, almost made me smash my chicken. You uh, terrible, terrible man. No wonder nobody wants to hang out with you. Um, I knew this would happen." You would come in here and start trying to beat people up. That's that just ruffles my Britishness. Uh, he they can't figure out where Jill was taken from, so that they they start looking around trying to figure out they they where the secret button is. Uh, and that's when David Tomlinson starts being funny, which is actually really funny. And he starts like poking the noses of the statues and stuff. But I thought he was gonna go for the boobs. I, I, really I genuinely thought, and I was like, oh oh look at that. That must be where they got it from from Indiana Jones. Yes, like, but nope, we don't get that because no. uh, thankfully the chicken Herbert uh, is able to poke. And again, this is a this is a hen. This is not a rooster. That's it, the thing that it's we keep a lady a, lady hen because it keeps named Herbert throwing me off. John, John, did, John was like, why do they keep calling it Herbert? It, why do they keep saying, why do they say he's going to lay him an egg? I said, because she's a hen. Her name is Herbert. It is funny. Ha, ha, ha. Tee hee 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 hee. And he did not get it. But. So, uh, yes, at this point, what they, they do is they, uh, the chicken is able to touch the button. They open up the door. They go downstairs. They find a whirling pool uh, to which they jump in. Fall in. in. Yeah, they, so, they fell in. So Tab starts falling in, and then David Tomlinson, like, quarterback sacks him for some reason. He's just like, oh, no, don't worry, I'll help you. But he's like, oh, geez, boosh. And then they fall into the water, and then they wake Everybody, up. Everybody, including the chicken, ask how many times I was genuinely concerned for the chicken in this movie. But they wake up, the chicken's fine, uh, apparently not as useful as a duck. Uh, <laughs> so we do know that uh, the water does not go off of chicken's backs. Uh, but at this point, yes, uh, they f wake up. They find themselves in a strange room. Uh, they begin to walk around. Things break and fall, and they're even more scared until they see, what was it, like seven men? Seven guys? I don't know. Standing there. Yeah, so they're, they're, guys. It's clearly doing that old school, you know, everybody put take a, a black and white rock, and then, you know, if you think he's guilty, put the black rock 
in the bowl. If you think he's innocent, put the white rock in the bowl. And we see that all the other guys, except for the oldest dude there, who's like sitting on the, the corner, put in the black rocks. The guy is, uh, who, who is obviously guilty is latched to a pole. And that's when the water starts coming in. Uh, our two heroes, uh, David Tomlinson and Tab, uh, try to save him, but they can't, uh, to which, uh, they are, are sent out by the man, uh, and they escape into the city under the sea now. This is actually... In the sea. The city in the sea yes. at this point. And this is actually where they're, um, I guess arrested. They try, or they're trying to be arrested. And Tab just, like, knocks the shit out of this one guy. Like, so, just punches him. Like, in one punch, he's down. They're searching. They A guy walks in on them, and instead of, like, hey, what's going on here? He just goes, Hayuken! And knocks the motherfucker down. <laughs> it was a falcon punch of, of epic proportion. Knocks the fucker out. And then everybody else shows up with guns and is like, holy shit, you knocked him out. You must be a good fighter. And that's when Vincent Price shows up. Like, He's like, Hello. you must be a good fighter. Goodness. Yes. It was amazing. <laughs> uh, but that's when we get the whole explanation. Which uh, we're going to try our best. It's, it was a weird thing so the volcano is gonna blow up so there is a city under the ocean <laughs> that was a long time ago uh made there were people made pumps that could suck the water out and keep it outside of the areas and everything inside of there was dry it, the city used to be above water yes. then it went below water that's whenever they made the pumps that made the the fresh water and the heat and all that stuff and everything else so and then they died Yes, all of them except for the remnants of the once ancient society uh, who has now been reduced to the Gilman. Uh, the rest of the people who are there are now the uh, the captain, who is Vincent Price, uh, and then his men, uh, who were all smugglers. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they're also from like 18-something or other. 1800s. Like seven, I know that somebody had like 1799 written on one of the things, but they may or may not... Live forever. And it's either due because there's less oxygen. This is literally what Vincent Price tells us is there is a lower amount of oxygen or the UV... Lack. Lack yes. of UV rays. Yes. The, the UV rays are diffused by the ocean water under the, 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 the tide there and everything under else. Under the sea. So if you a person were to go up out of the UV areas, uh, they would immediately be aged uh, to their current, their correct uh, age. Age, yes. Like a worm on a rock. Yes, it, it that is that is the terrible. But unfortunately, uh, there is a sea zit out there that uh, will destroy the city because it is full of lava. Gross. Unfortunately, uh, the I think it's so. The the point was was that the top layer of uh, the uh, Pete? The, Didn't he call it Pete? Or something like that. So so the top layer on top of the, the volcano that we're seeing, this very, very active volcano, uh, is, uh, like, I guess, see-through. So you can see the lava keep coming back up. And it's like, I'm like, yeah, that's not how that works, but okay, cool. Uh, and it's like, like, you know, just imagine if you, you put, or you know what it reminded me of? Like, one of those stop saying, is it? stress balls. So imagine if you have one of those stress balls that has like the, the little mesh around it. Yeah. And when you squeeze it, like part of the stress ball squeezes out and yeah. it becomes that like one little zit. Yeah, it's like I, that. Stop. <laughs> anyway, it's it's like that, uh, but full of lava and going to kill everybody. Uh, this freaks out the captain, uh, but thankfully 
uh, David Tomlinson, in order to save his chicken, uh, of which the captain has not had chicken in at least 100 years, um, David Tomlinson says, Ah, you know who could totally help you is my friend Tab, who is the seismological boy. He's he knows, a seismologist. You see that guy who wrote that paper right there? Well, he's an idiot. Is this true, Tab? It, of course it's true. Why would you even ask Tab if it was true? No, it's, it's <laughs> totally true. And Tab neither confirms nor denies any of this. He's just like, uh... Yes, and, and that's when uh, the guy says, All right, well, you got about three hours. Because as you can see from this giant, uh, I, I don't know, uh, emptying lava lamp... Uh, over here, uh, just call it a zit. Yeah, you keep calling it a zit. No, no, no it's the lava it. lamp. It's not the actual lava outside that's oh. the zit. I would call that one the zit. It's the <laughs> the tide, uh, the tide timer. You see, if the tide goes all the way to the the bottom, the tide turns, which means that's another day. Therefore, you know you'll die. And I was like, okay. He's like, well, where's you know? Tab is like, well, where's, where's Jill? Jill? I have a seed to plant. Uh, but uh, he is the man is so up on Jill. He needs to calm the hell down. He, he doesn't he have to be. He has had a, a conversation. He's a with handsome the poor American, woman. and she's the only other American on the island. No, that's so, not mean, true. She wanted to have a social call. Remember, she's like, I thought this was a social call. We're the only two Americans up here. I guess. I mean, I, I'm just saying. Like, he's had one conversation with her. One conversation. Not true. And he like spends the rest of where's the woman? How dare you? And the, just it's utter insanity uh so this is when they shove him in a room that's when dan shows up yes. uh dan is the uh one of the captain's men who kind of explains the he's whole he's the one that got knocked the fuck out at the very beginning was that him or i yes. thought I, I think that was the other guy with no tongue no i think that was that was dan all right anyway. it, it looked like him anyway well yeah but they all looked the same because they were all bearded guy that is true uh so my my only issue is that I have no idea what's going on with it. Uh, but this is when Dan is like, hey, uh, to, I'll let you guys out of here as long as you take me with you and give me a pardon because you're a landed gentry, uh, David Tomlinson. David Tomlinson's like, yeah, sure, all right, we can do that. He's like, well, what's the, the charge? And he's like, smuggling. It was over a hundred years ago that I was smuggling Yes, I don't know. Grapes, it's like smuggling and murdering, and smuggling plums and my tidy whities. That's what he was doing. <laughs> and that's, a, that's a punishable offense <laughs> in England. Kiwis. There you go. Uh, but uh, at that point, uh, Vincent Price comes in. He's like, "Did you think I couldn't hear you? There's so many whispers down here. I can hear everything because I have hearing tubes, and I'm paranoid as hell. You idiot, Dan. Time to die, Dan. So Dan actually does die. 40-year-old virgin joke. Never mind. Anyway. Uh, maybe I'll just cut that. Yeah, probably. Anyway, so at this point, um, they uh, or begin to look for Jill. Uh, they insist that they find where Jill is. Uh, and that's when um, Vincent Price is like, sure, I'll show you where she is. And they take her to a different room by blindfolding them. Uh, unfortunately, it's the stupidest thing in the entire world because... After Vincent Price is like, here's the girl. Now you have to go to work and figure out how to save my city. Uh, and he blindfolds him again and walks him out. David Tomlinson's like, yeah, I counted how many steps there were. Uh, so we're good. We can just go back there. And they do. They go back over <laughs> to where the girl was. She's awake now. Uh, and there is a reverend, a guy who is going missing for about 50 years along with her. 
who is kind of addled in the brain. And uh, they're like, let's go ahead and, and escape. So they try to escape. And that's when they get caught again. Uh, and that's Vincent Price is like, well, I'm going to go ahead and kill you guys now. So uh, we'll figure this out. You guys are going to stay in here. And then we're going to put you out with the Gilman. Uh, and then you're going to die. Uh, meanwhile, I'm going to keep the girl because she looks like my ex-girlfriend, Beatrice. But I'm not going to explain that to anybody. I'm just going to say Beatrice at random and freak everyone out because it doesn't make any sense. Uh, that's Tab thinks that that's a great idea and he's super pissed about it. But everybody else has guns, so he can't really do anything about it. Uh, they're put in a room. That's when uh, the, I guess, the brain-addled reverend comes to uh, and has a moment of clarity in which he shillelaghs the hell out of the guard to the point where he's probably dead uh, and takes Jill with him, explains to them exactly what's going to happen. They are going to go uh, to the golden throne room area or something like that and then escape that way. That's the, the easiest way to get the hell out of there. Uh, and they'll do it as soon as they, they hear him ring the gong. Uh, and there is like this huge, long, overcomplicated, you know, reason as to which everything's going. And everybody kind of cuts up the different, like, well, how would they all come over here? Don't worry. When they hear the gong, they're going to come right over to this room, but you'll already be gone. It's like, well, what about you? No, I can't make it because I'll be turned into a skeleton as soon as I get out of here. Uh, Okay, well, what about this? You're asking too many questions? Put on the uh, the air suit and go outside. Okay, cool. So they do. They go outside. And this is about the time I woke up. <laughs> this is about the time where they take... The, the entire movie stops. It's an 85-minute movie, and there's about 20 minutes of this. It was way too long. If it's not 20 minutes, it feels like it was 20 minutes. So at this point... Um, they go out into the water and we're seeing their faces and then we're seeing people in diving suits. Whenever we see their faces, it's clearly another dimension. I don't know why they're showing us this <laughs> other dimension, but it's clearly not happening in the same place. That's when we see uh, Vincent Price and all of his men get pissed at the, uh, the, the reverend who is now back into his adult state, not making a whole lot of sense. Uh, and uh, he's like, no, we'll go ahead and kill them ourselves. Meh. And he goes ahead and puts on uh, the same exact diving suits that our heroes are wearing. So we have no idea who is who. Except for the fact that anytime they show Vincent Price's face when he's in the other dimension, he has a red gel over his spotlight. So it's a red, just either that or the entire ocean is, you know, cherry flavored whenever it's around him. And the only way that you can tell it's Vincent Price from far away is he's holding a knife. Yeah, like a teeny tiny but knife. But it is not so a, hard to not see the knife. Not easy to see knife. While you're uh, watching all of, this. All of his men have the uh, crossbows. crossbows, which they use to attack the Gilman. And I think we can I think we can really agree that the crossbows don't do shit unless you were like point blank yeah. range. We actually had there's a point earlier in the movie where they're showing like, yes, my men go out there with the crossbears and they kill things. Oh, I wish I had fish. No, no, I don't wish I had fish. He wishes he had beef. Or chicken. Or chicken. Uh, but he, we see one of the guys like going up to the, the fish and they shoot the fish because it's 1965 and they don't give a fuck about, you know, cruelty to animals, but they shoot the fish an inch away from the fish and the fish is still 112% okay. The fish does not give a fuck. It probably survived the shot. That made me so sad though. Cause it was like on its side cause the arrow was heavy and it was like trying to swim away. Oh, it was traumatizing. Yeah. 
So at this point, we see it's a long, drawn-out sequence of the the, uh, the the bad guys chasing after the good people with the fishermen assisting. Uh, we keep seeing David Tomlinson uh, with the chicken in his air uh, helmet, which was interesting. <laughs> I love that part. <laughs> uh, there's They fight, and then they get away, and then they fight again, and there's a lot of weird stuff. Not a whole lot of stuff makes sense. But we do finally see our heroes uh, getting up through the water, uh, to which they uh, go into a room, uh, and that's when the remaining group of men and Vincent Price go inside. Uh, that's when Tab unleashes his inner fury and kills two men with one punch, uh, and then takes the gun but doesn't do anything with it because uh, he doesn't have to. This is a Disney movie. At this movie. point, uh, God sorts him out by having Vincent Price fire on Tab... But then a sea quake, because the, uh, the, the volcano is going to explode soon, uh, causes the hand uh, that is on the statue near them to fall over on top of Vincent Price. Uh, Vincent Price then begins to beg because we thought he was made of sterner stuff, but he was not. Uh, <laughs> Tab is able to get the others extricated from a rock fall that, uh, that fell down on them. Uh, and they're about to leave, but that's when the quake goes off and the zit pops. Uh, these, uh, the lava begins to flow in. Everybody's terrified. Unfortunately, the way for the heroes to escape is closed. Uh, so they can't really do much, but they are able to kind of zigzag their way somewhere to put on new diving equipment. Yeah. With crossbows. I don't understand what that with, was. With crossbows this they, time. They put on the crossbows to go back <laughs> out in the water. Uh, at this point, the middle finger breaks off of the statue, which gives Vincent Price enough ability to wriggle out and start finding his way up in even more secret passage, I assume. Uh, and One then with it, stairs. Yeah, so he starts going up the stairs. Uh, our heroes begin to escape the water uh, by walking, uh, and that's when the Gilman attack. I guess there's not that many left uh, because they die uh, to crossbows. Because I assume that was Tab. That may have been David Tomlinson. David Tomlinson may have just murdered the last of the the Merv, uh, uh, Homo Mermanis, or whatever the hell we were going to call them. Mermanis. Just kills all the Gilman. We don't see their face. It could have been anybody. It could have been the chicken taking over. The chicken could have been whispering to David Tomlinson, You will kill them. It was her. They will get to the water. She's... And they will try to make their way out. First of all, she's a lady. Kill them. She, yeah, you don't know what I, uh, I. Okay, I'm sorry. Show me uh, a female <clears throat> chicken talking, and we'll go ahead and work on that, shall we? Kill them. Kill. No. It's a kill. It a, kill them. Kill them. There you. Go. You should murder them. <laughs> it's a. It's a southern. Oh, I declare. You don't. You. You have to kill them, Dada Gilman. Look at them trying to breathe our air, eat our chicken. That's me. I don't want that. They need to die. They need to die. And, and they do die. They die in a, a terrifying oh way. God. Apparently, they still have red corpuscles. I'm uh, because, crying right now. Uh, there's just red blood all over the water. That's hilarious. Uh, we do see that the, uh, the heroes are able to escape. They're able to actually walk on land. They just walk their way. They, you know, you can you, you just can't walk to Mordor, but you can walk from the city in the sea back out of the sea. Uh, and this is when we see uh, Vincent Price finally climbing up the stairway to heaven. Uh, he makes it up halfway through and then he just dies, after which he immediately begins to turn into, I, I don't I don't know what was going on with it. He just, he, he, he dead. He dead now. 
he dead and he he just he aged him. He's wrinkly. Super wrinkly, and then he dies. Uh, then we see uh, our heroes make it to the the cliffside, to which uh, I guess a nuke goes off in the water uh, that is red because it is a whole bunch of red stuff goes straight up and explodes. Uh, and this is when we see the weirdest look on Jill's face, uh, who is proud of the genocide that she has just seen because she hates those dirty gilmen as much as the chickens do. Uh, and then the movie ends. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it, it is probably one of the fun... I, I had a lot of fun with this. I had a lot of fun, too, with it. it. It was a lot of interesting stuff going on. Like, it was a lot of stupid. Don't get me wrong. You have to be in this kind of mood. But if you like 60s Hammer movies, like anything with Doug McClure in it, or um, any of those... Uh, Buena Vista Disney like, movies. Yeah, like that, that kind of stuff. It, it was a lot of fun. Like, it was like The Lost Continent, or those like weird like stop-motion... Uh, dinosaur movies that you would see back in the day like from the 60s it's like ah look over there and it's like suddenly like b-roll footage of something stupid and you're just like what the hell's going on over there what what's happening (laughs) ah as you can see we're walking through africa and then it cuts to a completely grainy shot of like people walking in africa that you can't tell what's going on Mm -hmm. you're like ah yes amazing uh it was like (laughs) wayne's world did better when they're like now we're in delaware and i was just like oh my god this is terrible but it's it's great if you this is what you're looking for. If you're not, then your mileage may vary. So I'm not going to fight you on it. Definitely put this on for Halloween in the background. It, you know, it is, the nice part is this is like G-rated. So if for any reason you're needed to, to like find a movie where the kids can watch it too, there's no killing. There's This is just straight out goofiness. It's got Vincent Price just being a treat just the whole time. So uh, what are you going to give it? I'm actually going to give it a 7 out of 10 chicken pockets. I'm going to give it 7 dead Gilman out of 10 because they need to be scourged from this earth. And they were, so it worked out great. I'm actually kind of sad she didn't explain the chicken pockets. Oh, oh, there is a chicken pocket. David Tomlinson, this entire friggin' movie, has a pocket large enough to stick the goddamn chicken in. He puts it, he's got a, a, a basket that he's carrying this chicken in, which is great because then we don't have to see the chicken the whole time. But then at the very end, at the climax of the movie, he has lost the basket because he's been carrying the chicken on his head inside of the suit. And then he's walking around with this goddamn chicken. And then he's like, you know what? Let me just put the chicken in the chicken pocket. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. We had this chicken pocket this entire time. You could have been like just feeding the chicken from your pocket. <laughs> You jerk. We could have had at least 20 more minutes of chicken pocket. And I thought about it ahead of time. And then you didn't mention the chicken pocket. And I'm I'm like. I'm just saying. We could have had so many more. So much more chicken pocket. But to me, the death of the Gilman is really more important. You know, because if you don't get them now, they start this whole Black Lagoon situation and they try to steal our women. And we saw that. With Jill. In the shape of water. Oh, and with Jill. Yeah. See, where do you think they learned it? They learned it by watching this movie. Some of them escaped. I lived it by watching they, you. They had a, a love for for feminine beauty. That was the problem. Shouldn't have let them do it. <laughs> but that'll learn us. Now, did you learn anything from this movie? Hopefully you did. You can tell us if you did or didn't by reaching out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com is going to be the best way to reach out to us. Or you can reach out to us on Facebook and Twitter at ESAT3AM. Or you can uh, go to our main website, ESAT3AM.com. Or uh, reach out to us as a voicemail, anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. We'd love to hear from you. Please reach out. 
Uh, we love voicemails. Yeah, we do. But until next time. Yep, we'll see you soon. Later. Bye.